Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Happy Thursday, everyone. This is something a bit different going up in the feed. It's not a Weekly Planet episode, but as some of you may be aware, I've actually started a second podcast called Suggestible with my wife, Claire Tonti, who some of you may know, where basically every Thursday we've recommended things that we've watched, read, listened to, cooked, eaten, run over, punched in the head, just anything, you know what I mean? It's really short and sharp, 30 minute episodes. Been gone for a bit over a month now and thought, hey, why not drop one of the episodes into this feed to see if anybody's interested? So here is one of those episodes right now. If you enjoyed the latest episode and others are linked below. Hello, James. We're back. We're back for another episode of Suggestible, the show where we suggestible things to you. What do you want? Some things that we've watched or whatever? <laughs> well, we got that for you. We got so many things. We've we got, got at least four things. We have. I've got all lots of gardens and recipe things today. Oh, my God, Claire. Okay, well, I'll try and avoid that so that people will actually have something to look forward to. Uh, gotcha. Oh, bloody got him. Okay, you old boot. Will I use that again this week? I don't know. Apparently we over you it? Will. There was some great fan art about that. I enjoyed it. Me too. It was great. All right, enough of this BS, you old boot. You get to go first because I've made a rule that it's a gentleman's first. And I appreciate that rule because it Do puts you? me right on the spot. Uh, okay. Good, that where I got you, where I like you. This <laughs> this movie I'm talking about, it's still in cinemas. <laughs> It's very aggressive. Uh, it's still in cinemas. Uh, me. I'm but bloody it, aggressive. But it might be. Claire, you said I'm gentleman first. I'm bloody aggressive, first, mate. I'm getting in there. And now you need to bloody... Uh, Hurry up, James. I'm trying. You're being so slow. Well, you're not being very suggestible. We're boring everybody's so. ear holes off. But, uh, so it's called Long Shot. It's still in cinemas, but I think it's going to streaming next week. So if you do want to see it, you can probably just wait a week and it'll probably be... It's only at select cinemas in Australia. Anyway. Yeah, it's been out for 
ages. It's been out for a very long time and it bombed hard. Which made me so sad. I know, because it's great. It's one of the, uh, it's probably the funniest movie I've seen this year, though I haven't seen many Whoa, comedies. That's a big yeah. call. Yeah. Because you're sad and depressing. I'm sad and depressed, but also most comedies aren't good. <laughs> you think that. You just say that because you see a lot, of, a lot of comedy. I think you've overdone comedy. You know how if something's delicious, like my sister when she was a kid ate too many dim sims out of a packet and now she can't eat them? That's because dim sims are shit also. <laughs> They're absolute dog food. No, if you don't eat them very often, actually now, yeah, they no, are. No, I've always hated them. All right. Always Anyway, forever. I think you've overdosed on comedy. No, I think I think just wanting to watch a good thing, that's not my fault, is it? All right, bloody get back to your suggestion, Anyway, mate. so it's Stop Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron, and the idea is that the Charlize Theron character, whose name I can't remember, or the Seth Rogen character's name, so I'm just going to call them the names of their real names, uh, she is running for the 2020 presidential campaign. Woo! And she brings Seth Rogen on board as a speechwriter, and he, they... Uh, knew each other from when they were kids. They had an aw- awkward encounter when she babysitted him, babysat. Babysat, so. which sounds kind of weird, but yeah. And he thought she was real cute. That's right. And like, and really, you know, she had good morals and she's all about recycling and whatever. And Saving she's, the world. Yeah. Bees, trees and seas. Bees, trees and seas. And she was uh, three years older than him. So obviously nothing ever happened. Nothing weird or creepy. There was an embarrassing event. And then they run into each other again many, many years later and it's it's a romantic comedy, I guess. But what I also liked about it, it was it was nice to see like a competent leader, like world leader, <laughs> even if it's fictional, because we just got you know there's that the UK situation which just unfolded with Boris, Good our old country, Boris Johnson, obviously, is, uh, who Trump came out and said was the Trump of the UK. What a stunning compliment! They both have very crazy hair going on. Yeah, I don't know whether that's what's going on there. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Uh, so it. It's just a good, like, it's a solidly funny movie. I like the dynamic of, they talk about it in the movie, but it's like the opposite of, like, a pretty woman situation. Yeah, because he's yeah. very Seth like Rogen, basically. And, yeah. yeah, and funny, but a bit of a mess. His life's a mess, and he's, like, a journalist that's got, you know, really, like, serious, left-leaning opinions about everything, and then yeah. he, but he gets kind of fired or he quits. But they also kind of address that. Like, it's not, you know, where he kind of realises that he should listen to other people, you know, who have other opinions also. Yeah, you know what I mean? more so open-minded. So if you're yeah. worried that it's like, this is just going to be some bloody leftist propaganda, bloody German... Bloody, bloody soy boy over there. Down, down my throat or whatever. I mean, yeah, it is that, uh, which I like. But uh, <laughs> but it also does address, like, the other the other side of things. And it also, like, the, the real president in this universe, or the current president, is someone who was played a president on television, on kind of like a West Wing knockoff kind of situation, and is looking to get out and, and move into movies. So he's just this guy who shouldn't be there, and everyone's kind of covering for him. And, Gosh, and that it, sounds like such a fictional universe. I know, what a weird coincidence. But, uh, so... It's very, it's like it's tightly written and it's very funny. And again, I, I like the dynamic between the two of them. They're both really funny and they play off each other uh, yeah. really, really well. The chemistry's great, yeah, which is. is surprising because Charlize Theron is like a goddess and Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen. Sure. But he's so funny in this and I think he's very charismatic. He and is, so yeah. you really, even though she's so together and clearly so smart and hardworking and just like Amazon, mm. you really believe that she would fall for him. 
Yeah. And the, the dynamic's just really great. And there's also there's things that they address about the difference between if you're running for president as a female candidate or a male candidate and things you can and can't say. And like, well, if I say this, I'm going to cr- come across as angry and shrill. But if I kind of show any emotion, then I'm weak. And it's like this whole, yeah. so it's this real balancing act of like, and I know this is how it works. There's like, you know, they, they poll them to see like, well, you're 82% in, you know, in humor, but we think we could bump that up or whatever. And there's like a Justin Trudeau character that, you know, is interested in dating her, who's the president of Canada, who's also turns out to be a pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> pretty funny, uh, got a goofball character in it. Uh, not intentionally, but I mean, it's written, it is intentional because it's written that way. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just a really great, fun yeah, movie, but there's some also serious lines running through it. What I also thought was great is that you see, in order to be someone like a woman as mm. the president or run as a candidate, just the sheer amount of work that goes behind the scene to make you look a certain yeah, way. Like she's doing, like she wakes up in the morning or she's, you know, she's rehearsing a speech and she's doing like arm curls or whatever to. Yeah, exactly. Putting ice spoons, ice spoons on her on underneath her, her eyes and... so she doesn't look puffy. Yeah. You know, just and like have the hair and makeup and all the stuff that she yeah. has to do in order to, you know, be presentable. It's, um, yeah, it's just a great fun time. I'm really glad that you liked it. I saw yeah, it really by it. myself. I wanted to see it much earlier and I, and I didn't, but I'm glad I, I ended up catching it. So. Look, like I said, it's out. I think it's streaming next week. I'll look yeah. it up. Long shot. Long shot. Yeah. Long shot. It's get really... it up ya. Get it up oh, ya. Shoot it right it up your, ya. Shoot it in your eyeballs. Okay, what 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 boring garden no. thing you got for us? Oh, gosh, I've got so many fun things. Okay, my first one is a book. It's called Growing Food the Italian Way by Fabian Capamola. I gave you that book. You did for Valentine's Day last year because you know me. Well, because um, you said I want this book. I don't know when I'm going to remember. <laughs> Was that this year though? Ah, uh, it, it was last. This, no, yeah, it was this, it was this year. year, mate. This year's feeling long. It was February this year. It's February this year, yeah, mate. That feels like a long time ago. We're here's a trick. Here's a trick for those listening who want to buy things for their partners. I've got no oh, idea. Here he goes, the Every now and then they'll say something just in passing, and you write it down in your phone. You're like, ooh, and then when it comes around, they're like, oh my god, I can't believe you remember. But here's the thing: you didn't remember. <laughs> you just, you just Listen. knew at the time. To write it down and then hope they didn't buy it between then because that's also happened to me when you're like, I want this thing and then I get it and then then you get it. I'm like, ah, oh, she's ruined everything. <laughs> All that time that I bought tickets for a musical for my mum for Christmas but I'd also said that I want to go and then you bought tickets and it was a whole thing. Didn't that was this Christmas. Is that organised though? Did we organise? Did- we all went together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but like you you – Didn't were- I co- – oh, that's right because I ended up coordinating with – I can't remember. Yeah, this is a blog where What musical was it? I can't remember. Oh, but that we hated as well. Oh, Avita. Don't cry oh my for God. me, Argentina. Avita was terrible. Oh, sitting next to you in Avita, the musical, was so hilarious because you hated every single second. And you're a musical man. I love musicals. You're a musical Evita man. Avita went for 100,000 years. And there's that one song, but everything else was, and the acoustics were, too, oh my God. Oh, it, was it blew no me good. away how, like, the opposite of, like, in a good way. It's like, wow, this is bad. Why do people like this? This is quite crap. Yeah, it was, and uh. I love all musical theatre. And just could not. I was so ready. We love the movie Cats, for example. <laughs> I really, for anyone that didn't see, we had a live show on Sunday. James wore cat ears when he came out, and it was a bloody goddamn brilliant. It was a bloody time. hoot, and I'm glad I put him on like a minute before I came out because otherwise I wouldn't have done it. Anyway, sorry, you're yeah, reading a correct. book about gardening. Right, exactly. Um, oh, and if you want to donate to our charity campaign for that and listen to that whole recording of the live show, you can. Yes. I'll put the link in um, the show notes for suggestible. Anyway, back to growing food the Italian way. It's a book about exactly what it sounds like. It's 
just really the A to Z of how to grow veggies and fruit in your garden. But it goes into really simple language. So, and it just explains things like what is sunlight and why you need it and what is soil and what's the best composition and how to make a no-dig veggie patch, which is what, what is I'm doing. Sunlight? Well, as in, not, what, not like this. We all know what sunlight is, but as in what type of sun oh, okay. and, and, and why long, you need sun. And how long for each Correct, exactly, whatever, yeah. because sun's really, really important. That's a uh, thing that people often get no, wrong. The sun's overrated, mate. <laughs> no, but it's just really important. sun's had it too good oh, for too long. God. Here the sun's cancelled. <laughs> I can feel a rant coming out about the sun. It's only because you're a pale as pale. That's true. And you get sunburned easily. The sun is my enemy. You are. You're a little Irish potato farmer <laughs> who's not used to seeing any sun. I'm really not. So it talks about the best position for your veggie patch to make the most of the sun because if you don't have sun, you can't grow good veggies. Yeah. And um, look, I'm not interested in this stuff at all, but I do think it's so important to like eat locally grown stuff and pesticide free and... Because it's really, it's like it's messing up waterways and people's health and digestion. And Can I get this in writing? Because every time I try to talk to you about it, you're like, Aah! No, but it's more effort. And I go, and also when you go to buy that stuff, you're like, this apple looks like absolute crap. <laughs> but it ends like up organic. normally. Yeah, because the stuff that they sell, like, you know. In the, it looks in the so sub, perfect they throw shiny out the, and beautiful. The, yeah, but, but the, the actual organic ones taste better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they sorry. They like wormholes in them. Oh, whatever. You cut them out. Yeah, oh, you're a real man. I'll eat a worm. I don't care. I'll eat a worm on this podcast. <laughs> protein. Yeah, man. You're all about the protein, mate. That could be mate. our first ad. You're, F, you're F45 in it. Yeah, I am. I endorse worms and eating them. You do. Correct. Exactly. Mm. All right. Anyway, back to my thing. So Sorry. it's just really great. It's done by Fabian Capimola, who is a entrepreneur and started a company called The Little Veggie Patch Co., and he did. He created a nursery and he did a pop-up patch in Fed Square in Melbourne. He does a podcast now and he started a new site called The Hungry Gardener, which is just really cool. He talks to people about how to grow stuff and have chickens in your back garden, which is something else we're doing. I'm so excited. So Wee. if you're a gardening Wee. nerd like me and you, or you've just always thought about having a veggie patch in your garden and wanting to grow more stuff yourself because it's one of the best things you can do And you don't need that much space, do you? No, you really don't. You really don't. I'm I'm boring, James. Even now, though but you've bought six worth... veggie patches yeah. now, but we had a smaller one that you were <laughs> correct. And um, we're layering up a no dig veggie patch, and it's so much fun. I'm making James shovel shit. That's right. So good. it's good for you, mate. Go back to your Irish potato farming roots. That's true, correct. except for the sun thing, which I don't. I don't All know. right. Anyway, it's can you stand really over me with a big umbra- umbrella? So yeah, I better. Also, the sun is the sun is very aging, Claire. Everybody knows that oh, the sun is just constantly it's too attacking late, us. Mate, your hair's already grey. The yeah. secret's out. Everybody knows <laughs> the sun got my hair. It did. Yeah. Oh lordy, lucky you got your rejuvenating shampoo. Thank goodness. And I've just told everybody. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Highly recommend that, and also his website is really cool too. Head on over there. Done. This is something that I recommend with a caveat, as a in caviar? Some, a caveat. No, is caviar fish eggs? Yes. All right. So you recommend it with fish eggs? Sure. Okay. I recommend this show with fish eggs. You look Get a so big tired today and angry because I, I just Comic Con man. It just. Oh. <laughs> It's a huge weekend. We had the live show in Comic-Con. That and was then, not my fault, by the way. I know. It was my fault. And I coordinated 11 videos to put out. And look, to be fair, I didn't edit them. Like, I recorded them and then ordered the, uh, sent them over. And then I'd, I've been progressively releasing them over, like, three days and all the metadata and stuff and all that stuff that's not interesting. It's just little things that I'm so glad that those guys did. Yeah, anyway, it's not the You told me today that your YouTube channel is like a garden. It is like a garden. You have to keep tending it. A, a garden that also insults you constantly. <laughs> Tells you With death that you're bad at <laughs> things and your accent sucks. Much of that, you went out to your garden. It's like you suck. 
Where are you from? Speak English. <laughs> F you. Yeah. You like those other roses better than me. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, but it's comedians in cars getting coffee. This is an old show. It's streaming on Netflix. I don't know if it started oh, so on Netflix. So this is your, your next suggestible. Yes. Ah, you moved right along. People, people probably know this, and I'm in two minds about it, because sometimes it can be great. So comedian Eddie Murphy. No, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I am going to talk about Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld takes a car, whether it be a classic car or a new car, and he goes and picks up a comedian, and they drive in the car, and they chat about comedy and life, and they get a coffee, and then they go home. It's very low effort for, Je- for Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, why wouldn't it be? He's, he's got enough money, so it just seems like it's a fun thing, that, like a personal project he can do, like a podcast or a garden that screams at you. <laughs> but So a lot of the times... And I'll just quickly talk about the negative stuff. All right. There's things like... It's a lot of like someone gets in the car, and it'll be like... Yeah, you can't bloody say anything anymore. This culture and these millennials and, you know, like we grew up in a time when you could say and do anything and whatever and good on you. It's like, great, okay, but things are, things are different now, you know what I mean? And I know that cancel culture thing can obviously go too far, but it just a lot of time it just sounds like back in my day kind of shit, you know what I mean? Correct, exactly. Back in my day you could pinch a woman on the bum yeah. at work and, and she'd it's not like, like it. It's not like that explicitly or anything like that. No, but, but it's about jokes and yeah. what you can and can't but say. But the thing, thing is though, I, I, and I've said this before, I think you can genuinely joke about anything, but a lot of the time and they're like, you can't say anything. It's like, but it's boring. Like the things that you're saying are boring and not controversial. It's just dull. You know what I mean? Correct, yeah. Like, it's like this is an old kind of hack kind of Yeah, bit. Ricky Gervais yeah. loves to talk about this a lot. Boy, he does. He's like... favourite man. No, that's the thing, because I'm not going to get into Ricky Gervais, but he's like, I'm an atheist. What do you think? Everyone's a fucking atheist. No <laughs> one cares. It's not It's not a big deal. It's really not. Yeah. It, I know. I Look, I really liked Afterlife, his show on Netflix. I know you didn't say No, much, I'm, I'm hot and cold it. on it, Like, but I think... Uh, You're good, mate. Joseph loved it, too. He did love it, yeah. But... Don't get me wrong, Ricky Gervais has done some really good stuff. We'll talk about for the office and, and whatever. But it, there's that thing of like, did I offend you kind of thing? It's like, no, it's just, just dull. Like, it's just dull. And yeah. yeah. But anyway, and the Ricky, there is a Ricky Gervais episode and it is interesting. Cool. You know what I mean? But there is like, the, the, he did one in this new season. There's a Seth Rogen one, which is great. There's an Ed, Eddie Murphy one, which is really interesting because Eddie Murphy kind of disappeared from the comedy scene and hasn't done stand-up in like 20 or 30 years. And he talks about why. Oh, is that? Because I thought it was because he went and had kids and did those terrible kids movies. Like well, he Dr. did. He Doolittle. did do that. But the, the, he talks about the reason why was because one of the last times he was on stage like decades ago was he was just like, I could say anything and it wouldn't – and it would get a laugh. Like it wouldn't matter. Like there was one time I stood there in silence for 10 minutes and people just laughed. Because he just wanted to see whether he could. And he's Whoa. like, there's no challenge in it. So now he's thinking about coming back to it. But he's got two particularly iconic um, stand-up sets from the 80s. Raw, Raw and the other one. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't, what, is Raw the one where he wears the purple bodysuit? There, there's, there's a purple suit and there's a red suit and, and whatever. And look, some of that stuff is, is very dated. But it's, you know, it's, it's classic comedy. Cause there's and stuff homophobic. And, oh, yeah. It? Terribly it, homophobic. It, it, This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible. So you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off. Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their 
business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Particular. That's, that's what I was referring to. But uh, it's but he's he's talking about coming back, but he's, he's kind of like, well, I don't even know how to, how would I even do that? Because people film everything now, so you can't even, because he's Eddie Murphy, he can't even kind of practice a set and kind of get a good set of jokes. Everybody's got a camera. And, and yeah, and because also, he, what do you even know what's funny or not what anymore if you're Eddie Murphy? Because you get on you get on stage and people are like, well, this is Eddie Murphy. This is going to be hilarious. But then again, maybe it's because it's not the 80s anymore, then it would be you'd get more honest feedback because people in the audience don't necessarily know who you are. If they're a younger generation, at oh, least. Oh, yeah. they know him from as the donkey from Shrek. Yeah, but even then, like... People would still know Eddie Murphy. Yeah, but they don't know his stand-up is what I'm saying, and they don't oh, know actually, the history. Yeah, of, that's true. Yeah. But, like, coming coming to America... Coming to America. They're making is, a new one. Yeah, moment, I mean, yeah. that's... I think the thing with Eddie Murphy is even though he might not have done stand-up for so long, mm. the body of his work is still yeah. being watched and watched by each generation. And the thing know? about Eddie Murphy was that I realised watching this, he's still very funny and very sharp. Like the, the, he's he's still quick on his feet, you know. He's mm. he's he lives in like he's he's obnoxiously rich, but he kind of he seems to like the, he li- likes being alone in his quiet time and whatever. But he loves his family and he talks about that kind of stuff. How he get, got really upset when like one of his kids moved out, he goes and cries in his room or whatever. <laughs> and it's just it was just interesting because you don't really see Eddie Murphy anymore. And I know there was a period in the nineties when he was kind of depressed and he was doing Beverly Hills Cop and. And like he's like, I used to be like the biggest star in the world, and he was in the eighties. He was huge. Yeah, all these movies did phenomenally well. But then by the, I remember I saw an, I think it was Bronson Pinchot. Is that his name? It's a guy from Family. You're real cousins. Struggling. What are, what are the the. the Perfect Strangers. Oh, yeah. Valky. Yeah, yeah. He's Valky. And he, yeah. he worked on Beverly Hills Cop 3, and he remembers having a conversation with him. I remember reading this interview, and Eddie Murphy was kind of like, yeah, nobody kind of cares who I am anymore. And he was kind of in this kind of slump. Yeah. So, and that was a period where he did like 
Doctor yeah. Doolittle oh, and a bunch of kids really movies and things like that. But I just thought it was yeah. really fascinating that this guy, and he's because he started so young, like he started in the seventies with like Cosby and Pryor and all these other comedians, mm-hmm. and actually Jerry Seinfeld at the same time. And he's never had anything weird, controversial, well, other than his of. like homophobic statements and stuff yes, in eighties, which and look, people got none away of, with it. None of that is acceptable. Like I don't. No. But it was a different time, and I, people didn't understand AIDS at all because yeah. he talks about in it he was worried like if you kiss somebody that you get AIDS from them. But that was also an era when a lo- there was a lot of misinformation. People didn't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't being dealt with properly and, yeah, you know, from, by the government and all these other things. I'm not excusing yeah. it. I'm just saying it was a – Yeah. You, you kind of need to look at it in that context, yeah. uh, I guess. But um, yeah. That's actually something really interesting that Ricky Gervais does talk about, that because everything is filmed now, right, mm. something that you say now that's filmed or back in the 80s because it's filmed – in 30, 40 years, it will, you can look back on it and sort of see that that person is saying something really controversial or, yeah. or not okay. And even though that person, like the Eddie Murphy of the 80s, would never say the things that he said in Raw, for example, yeah. maybe. Or at least in public. I or guess, at least yeah. in public. Because, you know, there's yeah. things that you would say to friends that you would never say. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but we are now watching things assuming that, you know, maybe we can't grow as people or that, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's just an interesting it, age. It, it is. And, there, and there, there needs to be like a level of like context and forgiveness and kind of where is that person now and, you know what I mean, and like there definitely needs to be yeah. that. But then there's some people like Bill Cosby who's just a fucking flat-out monster. And a criminal. And a criminal. And he yeah. even talks about Bill Cosby and how Bill Cosby used to kind of belittle him because he saw it as like a rival comedian. Like other upcoming comedians who were white, he didn't care as much, but – Eddie Murphy used to always be on his back and he'd call him and like chastise him for swearing and things wow. like that. And you're making the community look bad and you're embarrassing yourself or whatever. Meanwhile, he's raping like literally hundreds oh, of God, women. It's so, so it's this whole, it's just this fascinating. And he talks about like Richard Pryor, who was kind of like, like Richard Pryor had his own demons and problems, mm. like spousal abuse and cocaine and things like that. But he was kind of the opposite of Cosby to him. Um, yeah. Wow. Sounds yeah. so. So this is comedians who- with cars? It, comedians in cars getting coffee. Getting, Just getting watch coffee the Eddie Murphy Jer- one. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, because I've tried to watch some episodes and not yeah, been I've so never, into I'm it. Yeah, I'm very hot and cold yeah. on it. You yeah. know what? I have watched, re-watched mm. those, Seinfeld. Yeah. I've just been re-watching Seinfeld from the beginning and I bloody love that show. Mm. And I know that's not a suggestion, like everyone loves Seinfeld, but... Or not everyone, but most people. But it's just, it's so fun. It's just a fun, ridiculous time. And Elaine is brilliant and I love her so much and it's awesome. But, yeah, okay, I will definitely um, have a look at that. That sounds really super fascinating. Love Eddie Murphy. Used to watch Raw all the time. I, I hated most of his nineties movies. So yeah, I hate Doctor Doolittle and that one. The Shrek's professor, good, but that's not nineties. Yeah, two thousands, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's two thousand. Yeah, I think. Well, anyway, cool. Yeah. Okay, Daddy Day, moving camp. right along. Yeah. Oh Lord, yeah. awful. Okay, my suggestion of all. So it's my turn again. Um, this one, I think you might be surprised about. I don't know. Um, well, not. It's a podcast, obviously. This American Life, which you oh, yeah. obviously know. It's very famous. It's, I've never really heard it, but I obviously know it. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Well, it, mm. it began in nineteen ninety five. In November, on November 17th. Oh, it was a public access. Yeah, so it's um, Chicago yeah. Public Media and it's a public radio show. So it's broadcast across America um, and it's one of the very first 
really famous podcast. A lot of people see it as yeah. quite an iconic show. It's hosted by Ira Glass. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant journalistic nonfiction. Did, did he say just make the thing? Was that him? He did. Yeah. That was him. I've got this amazing quote from him where he just said it took him the longest time to figure out that to get good at something, you just have to do it for a long, 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 long time. And be bad. Yeah, and be bad. It's so and difficult now though, because everything stays up online forever. Like these things yeah. that I've made in the past that were available, I feel like no one would ever take me seriously. <laughs> like those videos you did where we were in Africa. Yeah, things like that, yeah. <laughs> I was like filming you while you were standing in a field of wheat or yeah, something. because or I was sugar. going mad overseas. Yeah, correct, Because exactly. I didn't bring any video games. Oh, God, it was so fun. <laughs> anyway. It was quite funny, those videos. Anyway, they won't see the light of day. Or yeah. like... The, my starring role in Cats the Musical when oh I was goodness. eight or something. Did you like have it in the show, man? No, yeah. definitely not. In an orange bodysuit. That mm. is never seen the latter day. And it's on a VCR, so it's okay. <laughs> so, obviously, This American Life has over 600 episodes. So... I mean, if you're a podcast listener... Well, Mason and I are coming up on 300, yeah, so well, let's well, start. we didn't start in 1995. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, these guys have a really high standard, though, of podcasting. Oh, okay. so, I don't know. Oh, I see how yeah. it is. Over 80% of their interviews never make it to air, James. So uh, Really? Yeah, yeah. So they, cause that's how exacting they are. With are they weekly? Show. Surely yeah, not. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, but they have a really big team around them. Yeah, right. Um, obviously, you'd need to. But they work so hard. Like, it's won so many awards because of their journalism and just the excellence. So, they've got a standard format for the show. It's obviously usually around a theme, from gloomy to ironic, thought-provoking and humorous. Um, and it starts usually with a prologue and then it, ha- it goes in acts. So, it has yeah, right. act one, act two, act three. Sometimes one episode can just be one whole act. Just depends. And the journalists are brilliant, but I wanted to recommend you specifically oh. one episode and really just the prologue of an episode because I know you're time poor over there, Mr. Sunday Movies. You've got no time and you're aging fast. So the sun is, I don't waste your earballs. The sun is just banging at my door, just coming, <laughs> coming to get me. I just said earballs. I meant earholes. No, you meant earballs. Okay, I said earballs. Anyway, the episode I'm um, recommending is a recent one. It's called Save the Girl. And it's really about a whole lot of different ways that kind of the society loves an innocent girl being saved. Yes. You know, they just love that. Yeah. They love that idea of an innocent girl being saved in all different ways. It's an, a story as old as time. Yeah, definitely. From and, Cinderella I mean, to, And you look at you things know. like uh, horror movies. The trope was like the, the girl who was a virgin or whatever, and she's nice. She's the one who escapes at the end. You know what I mean? And the correct. couples that are having sex get murdered. Yeah, yeah, correct. Thing, exactly, because yeah. she's usually young and beautiful and innocent, like a Cinderella type, Snow White type, Sleeping Beauty type girl. Yeah. And she gets saved. Anyway, this episode begins in the prologue with a look at Final Fantasy VII from 1997. I've never played it. Do you know it, what I'm, I'm talking well about? I'm well aware of Final Fantasy All right, VII, okay. Yeah. And the girl specifically in that who gets murdered and everyone cried about it. Yeah, it's still a thing. People are still playing Yeah, is it Aerith? Aerith? Aerith, Aerith. Aerith, I don't know. Aerith Gainsborough, who was a flower seller in this game. But they just kind of look at how all of these boys and men, really, who were playing this game were super invested mm. and all cried. Like, so many of them cried. Yeah. And why did they cry? Well, it was it was a story that there wasn't – but they talk about it. I can I can explain it Yeah, you bit. can talk about it, yeah. Yeah, it was because it, it was a new kind of era, era of video games of 3D and storytelling because it was the whole lot of 16-bit side-scrolling like Mario games and then this in a couple of years after you get something like this, which is this big sweeping fantasy tale. And it's kind of naff by today's standards, but, but yeah, it was kind of the benchmark of – it's, yeah, video games at, mm. at the time. It was yeah. Japanese, right? And yeah. then remade. Well, they still make. They still make them. They're, yeah. Yeah. Well, well there's. I think, re- there's I think it's been re- coming out. There's one coming year. out. They're remaking it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it was created by Yoshinori Kitas- 
Kitasi mm-hmm. and Hironobu Sakaguchi, which I probably murdered those names. But anyway. That was perfect. That was Origato. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Designed by Tetsuya Nomura. Well, we, yeah, because we did an ad for the, yeah, he did the music, didn't he? Yeah, um, no, he did all the artwork. Okay. Then he ignored no, that. Cut no. that out, Collings. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, cut that out. No, definitely not. But anyway, so, oh, we did do an ad, though, for a we video did, game. For the, um, because the music is also really, really iconic as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. I know because I listened to because they play a, the bit, bit where she dies. Because basically this beautiful, innocent girl who's very sweet, who's got, you know, piercing green eyes and beautiful, long flowing hair, just gets stabbed through the chest with a sword and Sephiroth, dies. maybe. Yeah. I can't remember. Who knows? But, and Cloud, is it Cloud Strife? Yeah. Is the main character Cloud. who, like, is shocked. I think and his name's Cloud McCloud. <laughs> Well, I had cloud strife written down, but who knows? And apparently on the screen, the words come up, she will no longer laugh, cry, or get angry. Oh, And she's voiced by Mandy Moore. Because, who, really? I yeah, didn't know that. I know. Who also voices the princess entangled. Yes, she does. Yeah. She's awesome in that. I love her. Great job, Mandy Moore. Anyway, just that that's a really interesting episode. So it's only 10 minutes, that prologue, but it's just a really It is. It's of, cloud strife. Wow. Really yeah, is. yeah. He inter- they, they interview like a gamer who was, you know, maybe 13 when it came out. Yeah, and, and now which would have been like my age as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So now he's in his 30s and he was super invested. So it's interesting because the girl, the journalist – originally got into this because her brother apparently cried when the girl dies, yeah. but he refuses to admit that he cried. Ah, <laughs> and great. so she like goes to interview someone else because he won't admit on yeah. recording on tape that he actually cried, but she remembers him crying. The thing is, though, anyway. I never liked those games. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get so much hate mail now. I don't now. care. I don't like them. I don't like RPGs. There's too much time and investment in them. And you go like, get the crystal and put the spell and it's turn-based <laughs> and whatever. I know there's amazing it, craft into it, but it's never been my like thing. Is that like Zelda? Is that the uh, it's way more complicated than Zelda. All right, but yes, because okay, I yeah. like Zelda. I like the Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's a good game that I never played, but yeah. Oh, I loved I love it so much. Game. Anyway, so but you didn't like Majora's Mask. Not so much. Because you couldn't beat it. <laughs> no, or something it's so freaking and... annoying. You have to get repeating. I hate doing things all over again. I hate that. Anyway, another episode I'd recommend of This American Life is it's my favorite one, The Invisible Made Visible. Mm. It's really interesting, and it just it starts with a guy who's blind. He's looking for a phone in a hotel room to call his wife, and he can't find it. He goes to sleep, wakes up in the morning, and then miraculously where he was looking on the table, there's a phone, even though he said he felt over the entire coffee table and there was no phone. Yeah, but did he? Who knows? Anyway, it, in, it unfolds from there, and then there's another story about a man who's blind. It's like a fictional story? No, it they're be? all real. Yeah. All of these stories are true. They're journal. They're sort of true yeah, right. fiction, true stories. And then the second, the first act of it is about a man who's blind um, and there's a bear involved and he's trying to teach his daughter about what it's like to be blind. Right, okay. And there's a bear in it. It's just a really great story. I won't Do they do that kind of foley thing where they kind of they put the sounds around you kind of? They can, yeah. They yeah. do a little bit. Not hugely, but they do have – they're very good in this American life at layering the sound they record in different places. They interview in different places, you know, outside in the woods or in homes or they often yeah. do phone calls. So it's a very atmospheric podcast. Mm. I love. I don't always love it. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. But those two episodes really grabbed me. So I right. highly recommend them. And they will be linked below by Collings. Thanks, Collings, you wonder kid. Person, man, human. All right, we've come to the end. We're at 29 minutes, James. Oh, my God. Do you have anything to say? Any other things over there? I have nothing to say and I won't be back. Any reviews to read? Actually, I do have a review. Oh, (laughs) God. Hurry up there, man. Okay, this is from uh, Shrek and Donkey, actually. uh, uh, You could just review this on your app. 
Uh, it says, beautiful podcast. James will always have better chemistry with Mason. Sorry. Uh, but in reality, um, love the podcast. Yeah, so. that's fair enough. That's so not, you well, I have, have known Mason for longer than you. You have got some. You have known I Mason have, longer yeah. than me. Oh, you've got delicious mm, chef's kiss chemistry. The chef's kiss, you say? Yes, correct, exactly. Interesting, you chose not to marry me, so you chose to marry me Well, we weren't instead, allowed to though. at the time, were we? Yeah, this was a different time. It was a different time. Back in the 80s. In the, I didn't meet him in the 80s. <laughs> oh, and also, any recommendations from anyone? Oh, I, I don't have anything. I, I forgot to Sorry, it was just been a really busy time. Yeah, hang on. While you're looking for that, uh, okay. Simon Morgan sent in some fan art of you old boot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, Thank you, so Simon great. Morgan. All right. I also have a recommendation what do you um, got? from Gregory at GG, oh, G Grit Mon. Thanks, Gregory. I recommend the book An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green about the world's reaction oh, yeah, to a strange Green. phenomenon and one woman's struggle with overnight fame. The story grips and doesn't let go. Ooh, I want to read that. That sounds good. Grips and doesn't let go because at one point you'd want it to let go, wouldn't you? No, James, never. I always want my books to grab on and never let go like a leech. That sounds bad. Well, eventually leeches let go, I guess. Mm, I don't you, know. Yeah, yeah, they fill up on that. Like drop. a barnacle on the side of a boat. you got to chip them off though, don't you? All right. Uh, shout out to Daniel Ham as well who wrote in on Twitter and said, uh, thanks for recommending I Am Mother. So good. And also thank you to Claire, you, for recommending David Tennant's podcast, uh, reminding him of that. So. Oh, that was a good one. And then I there's a gif David of Austin Tennant. Powers doing a salute. So. Oh, I salute you back, sir. Thank and you very you too, much. Mike Myers, Austin Powers. Correct. Exactly. All right. This has been Suggestible Pod. You can find us on the Twitter at Suggestible Pod, on Instagram at Suggestible Pod. You can find more plant podcasts just like this on at planetbroadcasting.com. You can find me on Instagram at Claire Twenty and this man over there who's looking very sad and tired today because of Comic-Con Weekend I at myself. Mr. Sunday Movies on all the platforms and on the YouTubes as well. And we would love to hear your suggestibles. So please tweet us, That's write right. us, do all the things and review us if you like us. Yeah, that really helps. Helps a yeah. lot. All right. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Claire. Ah, uh, You thanks. old boot. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see you next week, Claire. Sunny Jim. We don't talk during the week. We just do this. We don't. This is the half an hour of time that we spend together, and that is it. All right. (laughs) Signing off. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hello, it's me again from that podcast you listened to just then and also another podcast that you may listen to also. Like I said up top, there are more episodes in the description. If you want to head over to iTunes or wherever to subscribe and review, that would be absolutely fantastic. I would be forever in your debt. Let's not say forever. Let's say six months in your debt. Okay, enjoy the rest of your week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.